Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So you can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather around. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. That's better. Das is good. <laughs> I brought your beanie back. <sighs> We're bringing beanie back. <laughs> what? We're uh, not going to make a first pancake. We don't have time today. We have no time for a per- uh-uh. first pancake. This pancake has to be Perfect, yeah. fluffy. The mix has been Congealed. mixed. The batter is battered. <laughs> uh, and, and here we go into the frying pan. I'm going to need you to put your creamy eggs uh, in my no. spatula. No, 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 no. And I'm going to fry it. No, no, please no. How worried were you that I wasn't going to keep your... I left yesterday, or I left last week with Bo's beanie on. Yeah, we did a quick like video, and then she was wearing my beanie because she wanted to look cool. And then she left with it. And then when you told me I took your beanie, I was like, oh, no. I know. You should have been Because, worried. like, I don't buy clothes just haphazardly. I buy the things that I want. Mm-hmm. And I keep them nice. And I usually have them for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, that's the end of that beanie. Yeah. And, and I love that beanie. And I go through about two shirts a day. And yeah. I actually just threw my original shirt for today in the away in the bathroom of Why? Starbucks. Because I was just done with it. Really? Like, yeah, I just had worn it. Too Why much are you wearing today a cats T-shirt? I'm it's it. like for the play, cats. <laughs> I don't understand. Did you go see it? No, wait till you hear this. You're oh. gonna like this. <laughs> oh God, but we do a we had to do a segment on the show. Not had to. We got to do a segment on the show today called Meow Yoki and Meow Yoki, where we like karaoke songs, but my, by meowing. So this sounds. I like know, morning radio. For morning radio. <laughs> so, you know, we'd pick a song like meow, 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 meow. And people have to pick it. That was Beck Loser, baby. And uh, people have to call in and guess what song we are meowing as if I had a shred of dignity before. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> and I mean, it, and I, I actually asked if I could woof the song because I'm like, I really don't like cats at all. And like, I feel it feels very sacrilegious. I like how that son- somehow changes the idea for you. Like. I'm really not into cats, but now dogs. I'll, I'll wolf. Something. I'll yeah. wolf to it. So, so can you do Beck's uh, loser with uh, wolves, please? What? That was Beck's loser. Yeah, that was awful. Woof, woof, woof. 
Woof, 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 woof. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, <laughs> listeners. Okay, so, um, but they like so we did it on the radio, and I guess yeah. like Broadway San Diego, this this company liked it so much that they wanted to then say that's wonderful. Have them do it for another, and we'll give away tickets to go see Cats when uh, Cats comes to town April 16th or something. And so, is, are you plugging for Cats now? You just plugged on our show I and their show. To. Yeah, and too, I've never seen Cats. Is it any good? Um, I kind of felt like it was just like... Is that like, when they all like, get HIV or something? Yeah, or that's, that rent I was just going to say, it's like rent, but with, with feline. <laughs> so it's like feline AIDS. <laughs> they get screwed like, here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I haven't seen Cats. I'm not really shocking, but I'm sitting through a Broadway show... Doesn't, doesn't Cats seem like it's so very like 1970s slash 80s? Yes. It just seems like, like there's no way to make that look cool anymore. Right, right, right. I, we're cats in an alleyway. Let's <laughs> act like we're just cats hanging out. Like, I don't know. I don't like it. And now, unless it's like digital or something i can't have, have you gone to a lot of broadway shows um i did actually go to see wizard of oz a few years ago wizard of oz yep oh. not wicked or is that what it's called wicked maybe the one about the two witches no no this was like the wizard of oz With like dorothy. dorothy and stuff on broadway um no here in in San, like broadway San was Diego. it like a broadway San Diego? <laughs> that's what it's called <laughs> <laughs> aka like 7-eleven no. yeah it's just like uh you know, playhouse and like. the best part ever which it was the answer to my dreams was that halfway through the curtain got stuck and I thought it was, I was with our friend Casey and I thought it was part of like the play. Yeah. So I'm like, haha, like the yellow brick road or something, you know, now the red carpet or something, the red oh curtain. And so, but like they couldn't get the curtain back up. So the whole time, oh. so Casey and I just left and went to go get drinks. And I was like, this is the Seriously? Best. Yeah. They just did like an intermission. They said like, that we're sorry. The show is now over. Like, Oh, <laughs> and what scene did it leave on? Do you know? Uh, I, it was like the lion was getting heart or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I, and I was already thinking, how am I going to make it through? Like I like that the lion got a heart Whoever in your it was, version. the tin man gets like an <laughs> ovary or something. Like <laughs> Dorothy gets like a transgender. Oh, now the scarecrow gets a spine. <laughs> Everyone gets like a gender reassignment. <laughs> but um, And to bring it for full circle, before on the way I stopped here to get us both cold brews, yes. of which they named me Narrow. Narrow, with an N. <laughs> and a guy excitedly said, Oh my God, is Cats coming to town? And then I said, Yes, April 16th at Broadway San Diego. And then he's like, Oh, I, I don't know if I could do that because that's the week that the new Game of Thrones comes out. Oh, at which my. Point I'm like, wait, that's a real. Yes, yeah, so I'm deleting myself from society. <laughs> How many months ahead you're planning for. Uh. <laughs> and then he began to tell me it's the last one and I should definitely watch it. And he's having a viewing party if I want to go to it and they're no. drinking scotch and all this kind of no. stuff. No. Yes, yes. No. Yep. So that was my no. journey to here. No. So yeah, I'll be meowing at like five o'clock in the morning if you ever need me. Oh boy. I love it though. Last week I was in full transparency. I was having like a weird week on the radio because I just felt like everything was getting, not by anyone, but just by me. It was getting like picked apart and weird. And I feel like this week I'm back to normal and it feels good. Yeah. Good. And I missed you. How was Marky Mark? Okay, so everything. Okay, so I didn't really tell our listeners last week that this was happening, did I? Mm -mm. But uh, every year um, through my art business, uh, we go to this thing in Bakersfield, California for what they call Hoffman Hospice. Okay, (laughs) I know, very sexy. Thank you, Meryl, for that (laughs) that plug. Uh, No, Hoffman Hospice. uh, I think it has something to do with veterans for the most part. It helps them, you know, come to a gentle and as much as. Yeah, I guess <sighs> as pleasant as possible yes. end and take, take care of a lot of the things. This is like a fundraiser to make money for them to be able to do that. Okay. Oh, okay. Yep. So every year they have a different guest come and speak. And the first year it was Tim Tebow, the football player who was really hot at that time. The year after was Duck Dynasty guys. 
The year after that was um, Michael Phelps. That was a great, oh. yeah, we saw him. So each year, uh, my the co-owner of my business, Stephen Fishwick, he and I go, he paints on stage. We usually get a chance uh, after that performance to uh, meet and greet real quick. It's very quick. Uh, do you paint while they're t- they're speaking or do you paint while to music? The while painting is actually its own performance. And then afterwards they do a Q&A with the person. So it's like an hour talk. Oh, like, okay. Yep. Like what motivates you every day oh, yeah, to like, get out of bed? What is success? Yes. That yeah. kind of thing. Um, and then in the end they have this auction. They auction things off and they raise a bunch of money and it's a plated dinner. It's, it's a big deal. Uh, so they've had us a bunch of years. Um, and... This year happened to be Mark Wahlberg. And so yeah. uh, Stephen, my business partner, is so smart. He every year does a painting, uh, like a smaller version of the painting that he's going to do. And he presents it to the person oh, cool. backstage. Uh-huh. Like, oh, hey, I, I made this for you. It's 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 his way of like saying, like, I've got an in. Like, yes. here, here you go. Yes. Shake your hand. Take a photo. It's a great icebreaker nice to meet too, you. making yeah, them yeah. feel good. Oh, I made this for you. Yeah. yeah. And so... Um, yeah, so he had made a painting for Mr. Wahlberg this year, and uh, afterwards, we didn't know if it was going to happen, but you know, the the star, the person they have there usually comes up because what Steven's painting is very directly related to uh, why that person's here. So in this year, it was like, you know, Mark Wahlberg has done a lot of military movies, and so they painted this military scene. Oh, cool. Last year, it was um, Michael Phelps, and then he, he actually painted Michael Phelps. They oh auctioned the paint off, went for $75,000. Yeah, wow. so this is like these people are like yes, they're, they're, they're and make, this is probably also like a, a time of the year where they know they're going to spend right, a ton at this gala right. and yeah. So uh, yeah, so it was pretty cool. Mark Wahlberg came back um, just on his way to his car, and we were in the the back area. Stephen presented the photo, and uh, uh, yeah, it was it was it was awesome. It was awesome. He was super cool, very chill dude. Uh, but was, was he wearing Calvin Klein underwear? You, you know, I didn't really take his clothes off. I mean, <sighs> with my eyes, of yeah. course. But like, <laughs> was he a handsome guy? Oh, yeah. Actually, it was crazy. You know, a lot of famous people are very short. Yeah. Right? And and he was short, but he looked young, man. Really? He's, he's, yeah. I think he's like, I think if I'm not mistaken, he's the same. He's like 50 years old. Wow. Like smooth skin. But he's looking good, man. He looks young. I but bet I mean, he eats right. Yeah, he does. He doesn't. He doesn't. He was very specific about what was on his plate and things like that. It had to be organic. It had to be very, very much like this is what I, what I do. And he's a hard worker. Yeah. And so I think like, he's just dedicated to that. But. He reminds me of like The Rock where they both wake up at like an ungodly yeah. hour and are hitting the gym at like 3.37 yeah. a.m. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So and your business partner, too, is crazy. Like I want to see I want people that don't know to see videos of it. Well, I think I think uh, the best way to show what he does, he, he's you know, he and I partnered up probably 15 years ago, but we worked together even more than that uh, back in the industry of characters. But he started speed painting uh, probably oh, maybe a little over a decade ago where he'd get up on stage. And I'm sure you've seen this where yeah. you paint fast and then you spin the canvas and it's within three to five minutes. He's painted this whole portrait, you know, and uh, or or scene and people are blown away by it. And it's it always is, does great for any like occasion. Yes. Like any, any big corporate party. It's like people are super into it. And he looks so cool, too, because he's kind of like larger than life. He's a really like tall. I mean, unless he has that. Face Steven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. That's so funny. Steven's not that tall. To he, me? Really? He's like he looks as tall so big. as Marky Mark. No. And, uh, yeah. I'm at least like three or four inches taller. Than really? Steven. Yeah. Well, and I'm six tall. feet. So and no, but he's a he's a super talented guy. And. He uh, he and I have been running that business for a long time, and uh, 
but also like helping each other with other parts of our, each other's business. You know, he has his own fine art business. He travels a lot on cruise lines and does artwork there, and uh, they do auctions of his stuff, and that's been very successful for him. So that is so cool. he and I have been able to go on cruises, yes, and travel the world. We've been so lucky with what we've got. So once again, I'm impressed by your lack of Instagramming. If I was at an uh, event with Marky Mark every single every 15 seconds, I'd yeah. be Instagramming. This is actually kind of funny. I'm sure she's going to kill me for telling the story, but. Uh, Steven's wife went with us on the the trip and we also brought a photographer and uh, this moment, it was all leading up to the moment of like, if we meet Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> make sure we get a photo of this happening because that's important. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Especially when people go, wow, you've, you've met a lot of yes. people and blah, blah, blah. So uh, it was all, it's almost like the kiss at a wedding. You can't miss the kiss. Right. You have to get a photo <laughs> of that moment. Like, you know, or whatever way they kiss. Um, <laughs> That's the way. I don't know. I don't know what love like, is. Mm, uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't. I, what, what, how do people kiss? Fifty percent of it's it like will an be alien divorced anyway. About, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so photographer Javier was ready. He's there. He's got it. They take a picture together. Uh, Wahlberg says thank you so much, and then as he turns to walk and get in his car, he sees uh, Stephen's wife, and they they make eye contact and. It wasn't like anything weird or anything. It was just like, I think she was looking at him like, wow, that's Mark Wahlberg yeah. right here in front of me. This is crazy. And then he like looked at her and then was like, oh, like, and then like gave her a quick hug, almost like to say like, uh, hi, you nice know, like you. there you are. Nice to see you. Yeah. And he, then he, he hugged her quick and then got in the car and then she like turned to me and she's like, you better have fucking got a photo of that. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't. Oh, I wasn't ready. No. I wasn't ready. I didn't expect it. It was like, we got the photo we came for. And then I was like, ah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but then she was like losing her mind that she had like just met Mark Wahlberg. And, and to me, I hate to say this, but like, uh, I've met so many famous people. Uh, it would have to be someone who really inspires me to like yeah. kind of rattle me to my cages to go, whoa, I'm meeting you. Yes. And it isn't Mark Wahlberg. I hate to say that. Right, I right, still right. think it's awesome that, he, that, that, wow, he does a lot and you see his face everywhere. But like, but you don't have a personal connection to <laughs> yeah, be yeah. like. She immediately like posted on Instagram about it. And she's like, I am blowing up because all of her, <laughs> like all oh, the, yeah. all the quote unquote mom friends were like, what the hell? You know, so she was like glowing and that was kind of cool. We made fun of her because it was almost like in that hot minute, she uh, she like fell in love with Mark Wahlberg. They had a moment and Steve and her husband's right there. And then he gets in the car. She's like, why didn't you introduce me to him? And he's like, oh what gosh. are you talking about? <laughs> like, this is my wife. I'm yeah, sure Marky yeah. Mark is used to like, and I was oh my God, used yeah. to all the wives of everyone being like, like come over here. It, it really did make me think like, what is it like to be famous and everyone knows you and you know nobody. Right. Like you go to the grocery store because you've got to pick up asparagus and then someone's in the aisle where the asparagus are and they're like, can I get a photo? And you're like, I just want to get right. asparagus. It would seem fun for like eight months and then after a while. Then I it think would it get would like... get old quick. I mean, I wouldn't mind the money and that right. that, that kind of thing. <laughs> you but know? the annoying but people of taking license of just like. I know you, so you should know me. Right. Like, that's the thing is they feel like they know you. Like the, I've watched all your movies and I think I know you. Yeah. And you're like, uh, okay, I don't know you at all. I've never met you. I don't. You don't look familiar. And yeah. The only time I got uh, starstruck. Like, uh, yeah, not even starstruck, but like Frozen. I mean, which I guess is kind of starstruck. Is Jesus, we had, Meryl, let it go. 
with you? No, I, that's a Frozen joke. And I just brought it back. Oh. Frozen 2 is out in theaters coming up in April. I'm just kidding. April I have no 16th, idea. The same I have day no, as Cats I have and no Games of Thrones. Idea. <laughs> it's, it's coming <laughs> off Broadway. Off yeah. like just Everything happens on the same day. <laughs> which is kind of like, oh, I don't even know. Oh, my God. I can't believe it's April coming up again. I hope we don't go to Coachella, which is the most millennial thing to say. I I hope we don't. Uh, Coachella go. has jumped the show. No, this lineup is like I told Jack. I don't good? care. No. What is it? It's like Tame Impala oh, and yeah. Ariana Grande. I like, I like Tame Impala. I like Ariana Grande. I saw a whole special on her. What a smoke show, too. She is totally your type. She's oh my god, cute. why do you like prepubescence? I don't. That's not I, over eighteen. What? That's not the, yeah. the, now. Whenever I'm out at like target or something and i see like the little tiny spindly people i'm always like this is like i check them out on behalf of you i'm like ew i'm so gross like, <laughs> no that's not true that's not true i just think she's cute she's cute that's okay to say it is but she looks like a gymnast that doesn't have her period yet but i do <laughs> <laughs> but that is that's not my style okay anyway okay. Let's, let's move on oh, the so only this, time you've ever been starstruck yes. okay so but seriously ariana if you're if you're listening just, <laughs> yeah you could be in her next song uh, yeah um Thank she you. likes comedians next. too yeah you could be we actually have a in april it's going to ding on my calendar yes but remember we had set a bet i said that thank you next will be like a colloquialism like you know a couple months ago we said i you said that you don't think thank you next will be something that people say like six months from now uh-huh. so april will be like six months from now so in and, a few, and are people still saying thank yes, you next I a mean, lot of i know people. i just did but I, I again, I just don't. Yeah, okay. So anyway, you so, were starstruck <laughs> once when? So I was starstruck when uh, I have met Adam Carolla a few times. Yeah, and like some in podcasting stuff, some in other just comedy stuff, and then but the one time was it was an event that we had gone to. So his uh, someone that he does a podcast with is a lawyer, Mark Garagos, who is now like in the media a lot because now he's on the Je- the Jesse Smollett case, the guy from oh, uh, Empire that's been lying. That so, guy. So he's representing him. He also represented Michael Jackson in some some ways. Oh, my and God. This guy's surrounded by the worst he people. He represented Scott Peterson and then Oh, my God. Kaepernick Why? And, and, yeah, yeah. And he's representing he was, Carolla? Uh, no, no, no. He, he's uh, friends. Adam Carolla does a podcast with him, a weekly podcast wow. uh, called Reasonable Doubt. And it, but So anyway, this Mark Garagos owns a restaurant in downtown L.A. called 10E, and they were having an event, and my friend was like helping organize it, and so she invited me to it, and she said, uh, it's a very like private event, and you know, like I know you're a big Carolla fan. And, but you and need so, to keep your shit together. Yeah, and so, so I invited one of my friends, and we went, we drove up. The first, as I walk in the door, Lisa Loeb, like the singer Lisa Loeb is standing right there to my left. Dr. Drew is to my right. There's Mark Garagos. There's, and I'm seeing the whole, like I'm seeing Adam's wife and like everyone kind of in that world. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm melting down. Cause it wasn't just like a regular meet and greet. It was as though like I would have been there as like one of the donors or one of the people. Holy it, shit. I think it was for uh, uh, Mark Garagos is like Armenian, I think. And so it was for like something in the Armenian community. So it was like me and just like a hundred like really rich Armenian people. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just here for Adam Carolla. And so I saw him and I just, I was like, like the raffle prizes were like a new Ferrari and like a trip to Dubai and and all that kind of stuff. So he seemed really nice and he was kind of cool, but I was hanging back and I'm like, I can't go. I can't go. And my friend was like, like, no, 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 you have to go. You have to go. So finally I just said, I I don't think I can. And she marched right up to him and said like, excuse me. And he turned around and she just said, my friend's a really big fan. And, um, he turned around and at that time I was working at the music venue at the belly up. And so yeah. I was 
like he I've had that in co- to say to him and he was like oh I've been wanting to play there like here's you know my my manager's email and it Shut ended up. up being like a cool thing but she was taking photos of but the best friend ever is that she was taking a- after after that happened we went to the bathroom and I was like freaking out being like did I just have like a conversation with him <laughs> you know of That's like the best it way, wasn't right? even just like can I get a photo it was like a cool here's my manager's email like let me know and it was like a really like five minutes long yeah. and so uh she did so well and so i feel like there was all these photos of me like meeting him and just <laughs> talking to him which is so like loserish to be like you know just to like get a photo of talking to someone i, know, I always thought that was funny i mean I, i've missed lots of opportunities i say missed but like uh i remember i was at an event and this would have been really cool to have like looking back but uh stan lee like walked right by me the marvel guy you uh-huh. know and uh Super cool, awesome, created all these great things that are a big part of my childhood and now. And uh, I was with Steven and Steve was like, oh, let me get a photo. And he jumped in and I took the photo. And then I just let him leave. I didn't I didn't say like, okay, Steven, now take a photo of me and him. Right, right. And so I'm like, oh, I should have done that. But at I the know. same time, like I think there's a part of me that's like, hey, there he is. Like, and that's okay. And, and that's okay. Yeah. I don't need to be part of that moment. I don't need to make this moment about me yes exactly. but then of course i don't have any proof which who cares but like uh when stanley died i, I remember steven posted the photo of it <laughs> and i was like oh yeah we we met him and i don't have any photo of that that would have been kind of cool but, but you know but then why i, I don't know. know i don't know it i don't is funny. i don't know how i feel it's like so even with mark Wahlberg, i didn't get a photo with him right I didn't get a photo with any of those people. And it's like Steven's always like, take a photo of me. And then I never go. And now it's my (laughs) turn. You know, I think it is good from a professional point of view, though, just to be like, this is who we work with and all that kind of stuff. I think I have met enough famous people where like now I know like you just treat them like, you know, them, but not close. You're like, oh, hey, what's up, Mark? How are you? Uh, you know, that kind of thing. Yes. Instead of being like, oh, my God, you're Mark. Oh, totally. It's like, I don't think that would be fun to no, not at have all. happen to you a lot. And as I finally collected myself and came out of the bathroom from the Adam Carolla thing, my friend and Lisa Loeb, she was trying to show my she was trying <laughs> to show Lisa Loeb the photo filter that she was using <laughs> to, like, make herself skinnier. And so oh my I, was, God. I texted my boyfriend at the time and I was like, uh, like. Like my friend is like like in the corner with Lisa Loeb right now. I don't right. know what to do with myself. So yeah, yeah, that's so crazy. That was my story. Aw, <laughs> that's cute. That's Thank cute. You got you. to meet him. Good for you. Sometimes I feel cross-eyed. About sometimes I can see my nose. I, is that do just you see, a what? Do you, do you ever how did we that? get there? No, you have. Yeah, that's because you have a big nose. Stop! You, I do. The better to smell your bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I, I mean, you know. Do you ever see, I don't know if that's like I'm tired or something or that's weird. Like sometimes I'll like get so tired that I can see my own nose. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where you're going with this. No, there's no, I'm not that, at that's all. It. Yeah, that's, that's just a random just, thing. Just a flow right out yep. of your brain. That's okay, it. Okay, great. I just didn't know. You're like the only person that I've really talked to today. So I just <laughs> wanted to see if that happened to you. <laughs> I was I you on the radio. I was, but it's just basically me just saying like, uh-huh. meow, 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 meow. <laughs> no, I love it. And I just got back from San Francisco. Oh, yeah. From San Francisco's. You were up there. Yes. But it's going to be kind You're of. You're up there all the time. I know. I love it. You going to move? No. I would. No. It goes L.A., San Francisco, San Diego in terms so of you're my in your top third, three favorites. You're in your, the third market. Yep. Three's not bad. But maybe you can get radio up there. You know, maybe you can. Yeah. I feel like if I lived in, if I lived there, though, I'd feel so distanced from. I'm a SoCal girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But tell me, do you have anything 
else right now before I try to entertain you with my San Francisco. You story. mean do I have anything else I want to talk about? Yeah, because I want to. I'm sitting here. I'm an open lotus of a flower, and I want you to um, just anything. You know, out of nowhere, I wanna I wanna mention. Uh, well, we should cook something up. Let's do a little s'more. See my boo and you my bow, and now it's time for a little bit s'more. I just saw a movie, and I know a lot of times my little s'more, my 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 very special <laughs> delicious s'more, is a movie. I just feel like. Those things are typically that in music are the things that inspire me the most. Good. So the movie is called Free Solo and it stars, it's a documentary. It stars, um, it really kind of documents this guy's life. Alex Hunold, I think it is said. Um, and he is a rock climber who decide, decides he's going to climb and he's climbed so many things without any rope or oh help. my gosh! So, Real, just, so if he falls, it's done. Really? It's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of and like he a decides death wish. that he's going to climb this mountain, El Capitan, uh, in Yosemite. Uh, he decides he's going to climb that without ropes. It's never been done, and so this kind of documents what kind of mental state you should be in and what's at stake truly. Because like one mess up, yeah. right? And it is like, there's no like, oh, and then he he fell a little bit and broke a couple of legs. It's like, no, 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 no. You're just done. It's like, done. you're done. It's two, It's like 3,000 feet tall. Don't you think that's unhealthy? 3,000 feet. I don't get it. Without so ropes. Did he fall? I'm not going to tell you, oh, but fell, I'll tell you it, it is pretty intense. Really? Yeah. I, I suggest that you watch it, but with some- Oh, he uh, falls at the end From of preparation- that anything can happen. Oh my gosh. Why now did he know did he was a documentary documentary mm-hmm. uh like made up to this point like or basically was it made after or it was made like while he was about to go on this mission. It's it's made while and before because his life had been getting documented and people are like taking camera crews to like follow him on certain climbs and then he just decides I'm going to do this uh in in the process of this film and and honestly, the documentarians, the the actual film crew, becomes a a main character in the sense of like, he has to decide like, does he want them there, or does that Ooh. change the game for him yeah. to have these people around him, to have all that pressure to perform a certain way, and and in the end, it, it can affect in a negative way. So oh, I, I just see this. I just think you should check it out out there. You know, is this on uh, one of your like I wear a sombrero or I wear a fancy hat type of channels or? Uh, no, I, I no no. I mean, I wear a beret. You should check it out. It's called Free Solo, and I really suggest that. Um, yeah, and also it brought up a lot of uh, questions about like, can you be like? Again, I have this. This internal thing that I ask myself a lot is, can you be the greatest at something and still be good at a lot of other things? Or does something always uh, have to suffer? Yeah. And in this, uh, you see him struggling with the outside, uh, the outside world and what he has to give up or what has to take a back seat. Well, I'm guessing you can't really have a wife and kids sitting at home cheering you on while you're like, well, that's something that I think, I think that that's this documentary explores that. And again, it's a documentary. So I, maybe you've already seen it and I don't mean to give things away, but I think the question that really like is like, yeah, can you have a relationship and be a person like this? Like, how can you climb this thing knowing that one small move and you're dead? 
yeah. right? And then have a relationship and then have them not make that about them. Like, right. like don't do this uh, because I want you to be in my life. So don't chase that dream. I just don't get the part of like, climb the biggest mountain you want, but like just wear something, a harness. Like I, I think it's, it's just about, kind of weird to uh, yeah, me, I think then you, clearly it's like, you're not that person right. and, and, and <laughs> that's totally all. okay. Yeah. 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 But like, yeah, I think a lot of people would watch this and go, yeah, but why would you do this and lose all of this? But like, it's a personal journey. Um, why would you take on any challenge, uh, to prove that you can in, in many ways, right? Like to prove that you could do it. And so it's a personal thing. It has nothing to do with anybody else. Right. And, and that's what I understand that. And it's, it, it is a, a scary thing to be smart enough to know that. And then scared enough to go for Still it. Still do it. Yeah. 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 To know like that like, this is a, this is a personal journey and sometimes you just got to go for it. Just start a blog and get attention that way. There's many <laughs> other ways you can get attention. You don't I'm to... climbing to the top of the charts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So that's my s'more. What's yours? Okay. The author's name is Chuck Klosterman. Have you ever heard of him? Yes, of course. Oh, is he like well known or something? Yes. Really? Yeah. Okay. Chuck I Klosterman. Know. Okay. So, and then his. It, it, what if I just repeat his name? Yeah, Chuck Klosterman. <laughs> you of course. know him. You know Chuck Klosterman. He wrote a book with no pen. No, just kidding. You know, he wrote a book with a pen. <laughs> uh, it was called. Or it's called. I wear the black hat, and really? I like it because it's all about villains and like how we vilify people in real life compared to how we vilify people in books and movies and popular culture. Really? And yeah, how like someone like a Ted Bundy or something like. You know, we make them this way in real life. We don't really accept it. But then when it's like Batman or, you know, a character that's a villain, we like it up to a certain point. But then when they become like a real human yeah. with other kind of like villain qualities, then we don't like them. Hmm. It's a book. I read it. I and like you liked it. it. Have you finished it? No. Wow. Ask me what page I'm on. Six. Shh, are you kidding me? <laughs> the, you just, it seems like a really great book, just, though. <laughs> You read the back of a book in I'm, a store. I, my s'more is heating up. Oh my goodness. I try to read every night and like I, I read like I, a, I love this. a line I and love I get really this. tired and I go oh, to bed. Oh, you're cute. The way you're trying so hard. I know. Isn't that sweet? Oh. Tell me about San Francisco. They Jeez. made a documentary about like me reading <laughs> <laughs> every night. She turns another page. It's her seventh night. Oh my God. <laughs> She's not going to make it. Okay. Strap in. Strap in. <laughs> no, okay. Strap on. I'm gonna because there's just I'm gonna go fast because okay. I feel like I do have so much to tell you, but I'm gonna go always, fast. always. You always make it about you so much. No, that's why. I'm, do you have anything else? Here I am relaxing. Can, like, tell me anything, anything else, else that you want to talk about before. Um, I'm sure there are other things. I'm here. You know what I've been dealing with a lot lately? Anything. Um, I've been dealing a lot with everyone else's relationship problems. Ooh. And I, it's kind of funny. It's like out of the woodwork. Actually, Britt and I were just talking. It's like, okay, I think we're done with everyone else's relationship stuff. Like, truly. Like, I, everyone is asking me advice right now. Really? Every every single person I don't need any advice that could has. Yeah. Like, okay, you don't have to say specific people. But I'm not what going are, to. What are some of, like, the, the instances? Don't say their names. You know what's funny? I actually brought this up with one of them. I was like, can you, like, it's like, the situation was uh, somebody says, like, hey, do you want to go do this? And then uh, I'll just tell you the story. Here okay, we go. Tell us. Um, I have a friend who's kind of just starting to date this girl, but they're not in a relationship. They're just starting to date. Okay. He is trying to lose some weight, right? So he's eating healthier. She comes over and is like, you know, feeling good and happy and whatever. They're hanging out a little bit. She's like, hey, do you want to go to In-N-Out? Uh, and then he's like, he, this is what he says. Yeah, no, I don't want to eat like that. 
Okay. Uh-huh. So now she said, would you like to go to In-N-Out? And then he says, yeah, I don't want to eat like that. And then she's like, oh, okay, well, fine. I guess I'll just go. Like, that's all good. And then he's like, oh, no, no, no. Um, no, it's it's not that. I just like, yeah, no, I'll go. She's like, no, 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 it's cool. And she leaves. Oh, that's a weird thing. And so I was like, and then he's like telling me how this went down. And then down. she leaves and comes back? or she No, just she doesn't leaves? come back. Okay. She's offended at the fact that like the way that he said it was like, no, I don't eat shitty like you do. Oh, okay. Do you know what but I mean? But he said he could have phrased it in a vulnerable way. Correct. Like, hey, I'm really trying to lose some exactly. weight. I'm trying to feel good about That's myself. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. I listened to what he said and I was like, uh, the, here's a way that you could have addressed that yeah. a little bit different, you know? I'm like, or I said, you have to understand, like, that's coming from an insecure place on her side, yes. which is her saying, like, I don't want to feel bad for eating this yes. way. Don't yes. act like you're better than me. Yes. Yep. But maybe she's wrong, right? Maybe she's in the wrong in this this case. Maybe he is. But all in all, it's like that that famous old like sitcom problem. There is a uh, misunderstanding. And then everything goes to shit because <laughs> nobody's talking. Right. Right. And I'm like, come on, man. All you have to do is say, hey, I'm actually kind of been insecure about the way I look and I've been trying to eat better. I want to go with you because I'll go anywhere with you. So let's go. But I'm not going to eat or just shut the fuck up and go with her and be like, hey, actually, I'm not really hungry, but I wanted to come with you. Exactly. There's a way to address this without making someone feel bad. And then for her, it's like clearly she's probably insecure about the way she looks and now she feels bad about and it. Her and, choices, she, yeah, and, then, and her choices. Yeah, and her choices. And it's just like all these misunderstandings. I'm like, oh my God. I think like diet stuff too, especially when you're in a couple, can make yeah. some people feel really weird on both ends. Because sure. then you start to feel like, sure. I need to do my thing by myself, leave me alone. And then right. you can also feel like, I want Burger King. And like, I don't want right. to feel like a slob. And then the one person feels it. like, oh, so now I eat bad because yeah. you're eating good. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, yeah, you got to be very vulnerable in this way. You right. both got to just like drop your swords and, you know kind of talking so it's like that in lots of different relationships with people and i'm trying to give it the best advice i can but part of that uh advice is coming from place where i'm just like yeah i'm not dealing with this shit anymore so like here's my advice go fuck them who cares you can do better yeah you you know what i mean i'm almost just at that place in my life where i'm like i'm not dealing with this little shit maybe date someone that like yeah yeah maybe this is the wrong person we'll come back after they get in and out and where most people would be like you know, super supportive and yeah. I'm just kind of like, yeah, no, that's a deep ingrained, like insufficient, like personality trait. And you aren't ready for this. You're not ready for a relationship. Right. You're acting like an asshole. Right. Just or whatever it is. You happily know? eat a salad by yourself. Oh, yeah. I mean, even just outside of that situation, just like my advice is like, yeah, that's not going to change. That's a that's a fundamental problem that this person needs to deal with, which will take decades to get over. Right. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, definitely. It's not going to change in 24 hours. It, it, this is something that we all like we all need to like work on and sometimes the honest to god truth is it's going to take a lot longer than this relationship can handle. Right. So you need to just go. I hate to say that, you know. I just found out one of my friends who was suspecting that her husband was cheating on her and had confronted him so many times but never had proof and was like has two kids and was like uh, you know, like, like really like going crazy about it after two years found out that he was that whole time and he kept <sighs> denying it and like, no, no. And then she finds out and it's like, why have you wasted yeah. two fucking years of my life? You know, I, I, that honestly, and it clicked for me with the, the boyfriend before Jack, where like, I was like, never again will I date someone that isn't in like this relationship with themselves where they right. want to lie and lie. Like, I would just right. be like, why? Like, 
I don't right. know, you don't want to be with someone that doesn't have a good enough connection with right. themselves that they want to like. I don't know why people. I think people are convinced that they have to be in a relationship, right? To be, uh, I guess, interesting or uh, accepted, or they need that. But like, boy, we need to do a lot of work on ourselves. And, and until you do that, until you're ready to be honest with yourselves, you'll never be honest. With I know anybody else. it is so tough though when you suspect that someone is cheating and they deny it because then there is oh, a part of you that's like maybe, maybe I'm, I'm crazy. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. I don't know. And then you, it's almost weird because I know that when I've been cheated on and then caught the person, it's like, you feel grateful. What a weird yes, feeling. Yes, yep. What a weird feeling to be like, I just got cheated on. My heart is broken. Thank God. Because you, know? you have some, I think as humans. It's closure it's, in some way. Yeah. The worst is not knowing yeah. or the worst is having a hunch oh, and being. Make, and, and people who make you feel crazy. Yeah. Oh, they're the worst people. The worst. Yeah. I so think, tell me all about your relationship in San Francisco. <laughs> I was going to say, honestly, <laughs> a vacation was very good for us and very needed. We are kind of one of our takeaways on the on the trip itself was that like we just I mean, that's the other thing, too, is that uh, even though like communication wise, there's so many like little things, but it almost seems like at the core, like Jack is such a good guy. And there's like he it's, is. it's not like any of those like huge cracks are there where it's like he's not a liar he's it's not like he sits right. and drinks all the time like it's our it's just these weird he's, little he, things he is a sweet guy he is a sweet guy so, he seems like a solid dude yes i think sometimes you guys just communicate on a level that is a little uh adolescent yes very much so and, and that takes both of you so i was just gonna say we both have a lot of weird things like it but i mean but at the core like there's a lot of trust and a lot of like I mean you've seen me like uh, when we first started dating I felt like I was all kind of riled up because I had just come out of another relationship but Jack very much like soothes my heart and kind of makes me feel like okay and I think sometimes but what we do do that's not the healthiest for us is that we add on like stress in our lives where we may not need it so like case in point living at a time with like we had four dogs now we still have three dogs but it's like yeah not learning of like this is a problem the dogs go to bathroom in the house so like right. instead of immediately fixing it and nipping right. it at the butt we like let it go and try all these different yeah. scenarios that don't work instead and of then, putting time into training those dogs which will eventually in two to six months make your lives better you complain about the dogs yes. for the next six months right exactly right. and like yeah. another meltdown that we seem to have is like every friday night and this is on me, this is on me, but like, I'm so happy during the work week. But then on Friday I start to have a meltdown on my end because like the stuff that he wants to do is different than what I want to do. And ultimately like I want to, I don't know. I don't know. Like, so we need to just know like Friday night we might have dinner at home with some friends, but then Saturday we'll like do what I want to do and go somewhere fun. So yeah, pick a day, pick a weekend. Oh, it's Jack's weekend. And then you just put your shit aside for the weekend and be like, okay, this is Jack's weekend. We're going to do whatever we he wants to do. Yes. And next weekend, I've planned this weekend. And you just you just have exactly. that. You know what I mean? That's okay. But at the end of the day, it's not like uh, there's no one like storming off and leaving. Like he never is cold to me. He never yeah. gives me the like kind of what you were mentioning, like the really, really tough stuff, which I've had before. That's like really hurtful and painful. Yeah. Like that's not there. It's yeah. more just like we are just too temperamental, you know, people with really yeah. high like. Uh, it's funny. You guys seem like. Like two 80 year old people <laughs> yeah. in a nursing home <laughs> yeah. who like have lived a life of being you. Yeah. And then you're meeting at that point. You're like, no, I don't like prune juice and I'm not drinking it. That's you're like, so but it's funny. good for you. That's you know, exactly it's like, what it is. Yeah. And so, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. And we're both like, uh, 
sometimes it's just so weird. It's like it's like we fit like a puzzle, but then it's like not in the worst places, but just in the weird places where it is sitcommy yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. And so, yeah. and then also like our energy together produces like calamities too, which is like yeah. I mean, I just feel like my energy produces. To be calamities. with you guys sometimes is a little much. Yeah, I agree. But I love you. But honestly, too, I feel like and. I know you love Jack. I know you really do. But yeah. honestly, like I think sometimes because I'm wacky and weird, I get the people thinking I'm the tough one. But really, like, um, and I'm not talking bad about him, but you've been with us enough times where, like, there's times that he will be out to eat and he, like, won't eat. Or, you know, he'll do stuff that's kind of withholding and weird. And I'm he, like, I swear I can be easygoing now and then. It's not all me. He's persnickety, yeah. to say the least. And I'm not I'm not persnickety. I'm just temperamental or something. No, but, but yeah, you're like the tornado, though. <laughs> you, like, yeah. come through and then... You're like, oh, what? I'm just a tornado. Right. And then there's all this like chaos behind you. <laughs> and you're like, don't worry about me. I'm heading to Kansas. Or you know? it will be like when he got upset about having uh, us both on the radio. I kind of was like, I think I was like curling my hair as I was saying like, who cares? It's a dead medium anyway. Like, <laughs> and then I like left the house and Jack, when I came home, Jack was like shattered in pieces and stuff. But, right. but yeah, I think people think I'm like weird. But honestly, like if if we go somewhere and like brunch is an hour wait or something, I feel like I can entertain myself. But he'll be like, he'll put his like hat down and won't talk. And you know he's way more moody than I am, right, and so right. it just happened. Like, for example, one of the only only fight we got in in San Francisco was um, like he'll. I feel like I'm weirdly optimistic about stuff where I'll just say it will work out, and he's weirdly like pessimistic. And so, yeah. for example, like the Uber driver was delivering us Thai food, and he kind of said. Uh, if there's something like if there's no forks, we're we're screwed. And I'm like, we're staying at a Marriott. Like they're gonna have forks They'll somewhere have forks. for us. Yeah. And then he kind of said, like, sorry, I always look at stuff the uh, the negative things. And I'm like, yeah, you do do that. And then he got so mad that I agreed. <laughs> and then <laughs> then I couldn't stop laughing. And then and then he said, you know, I I have this thing that I feel like which like me, I feel like men their like biggest fear is getting like laughed at or you know like just I'm the same way I laugh at every time there's a serious situation I don't know why it, but like when someone says something ridiculous yes. to me in a very dramatic and serious I yes. just am like kind of laugh yes. and then it pisses them off even yes. more They're like oh now I'm getting laughed at I'm like I'm sorry it's just that you're being so dramatic <laughs> or dramatic, or yes. I'm laughing because there's such a misunderstanding right now and I don't know how to get out of this because you don't understand like I'm totally into you and yes. you don't need to say yes. that like it is funny watching sometimes people like spin out of control and that makes me laugh and in that moment i was laughing because i was like we've had a really long day you're honestly he's like overtired like a toddler and he was trying to pick a fight with me and i felt happy and calm and i was like you should keep animal crackers in your pocket (laughs) (laughs) or cheerios and i told him like I think you're trying to pick a fight with me. And he's like, maybe I am. And, <laughs> and so I just, even more, I think he was getting mad because I think he wanted me to be like, you know, back at him. But, but anyway, but besides that, let crazy be crazy. Exactly. I heard crazy that be crazy. So yeah, <laughs> it definitely is. I understand with relationship things though, because I have a lot of friends that will like one of my really good friends is single right now. And she'll tell me, Oh, this guy doesn't show up for dates or he doesn't. Uh, who, who is this? Do I like him? Do they? No, this is one of my friends. This is the only uh, friend you don't like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not Michelle. You love my friend Michelle. I love Michelle. I know. Michelle. Who got okay, her feelings so, hurt? So, listeners, just so you know, uh, Meryl's friend Michelle from Philadelphia. Uh, You're going to give uh, her an ulcer. A couple honestly. of weeks ago, I had said something just in the very, like, nonsensical, like, out of the, off the cuff, like, joke that, like, something about her that somehow sounded negative. I, I didn't think that it did. But I was just joking. Like, because there's clearly, yeah, 
I like Michelle. And so I said something like, I don't like Michelle. And boy, <laughs> did it start a mess. So I just want everyone out there to know, Michelle, you're my favorite friend of Merrill's in Philadelphia. And that's just the way it is. Okay. That's so All right, cute. let's continue. Well, and so she tell this single friend that you don't really like uh, will tell me about guys that she is dating or trying to date. And it's like they put in no effort to see her. If they do, she's sure. kind of like taking crumbs. And I just said, like, be happy and be single. You don't need all of this. You don't need all the drama. No. And also and like, maybe look at yourself. Ex- I was just going to say, like, too, like, what are you what I- what are you sending out? Right. Because like, I always I always say it like this, like, are you are you selling what you're trying to buy? Like, are, are you putting out the same energy? Like, you want someone to treat you this way. Are you treating them that way? Like, if you want someone chill and kind yeah. or whatever, you are want, you being that hey, way? If and, you want right. someone to give you a massage, you shouldn't just cross your arms like, why am I not getting a massage? Give that motherfucker a massage. Right. And maybe it'll come back to you. And yep. if it doesn't, then they're not the right person because they're not paying attention. Hire someone to give your loved one a massage. That's what Ooh, I do. A rub and tug? No, oh, everything but that. That would be amazing, right? If you just walked in and said, Jack, this one's for you. And then like you paid for a rub and tug for him. By like a monkey or something. Like I have like no, a no, pet no. monkey. No, no, no. Like you there. actually went all in. Well, he's not going to fall in love with this lady. He, he's never going to see this lady a again. Hand. And, and a hand is a hand. It's just, it's no different than somebody massaging his forearm. I'd right? be okay with that. If they didn't text like sunset they're not gonna to ta- each other. They're not going to text. It's, it's a business transaction. You should get Jack a rub and tug. If I knew if you about did, it, do you know what? What he would lose his fucking mind. Why he, he, he'd be like, what, 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 what? Really? Yes. I don't know. I'll think about it. I'm but just uh, can I be home, like doing laundry while it's happening? Or He's something? not going to be there. Wait, at he home. won't be there. Then you're not going to get somebody to come to your oh, house. Oh, we're going to go to somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, you're in Vegas. It's late. You're like, take him to a strip club. Get him a lap dance. That maybe I the would first maybe step. do that. Yeah, why wouldn't you? But they can't text like memes to each other or something <gasps> afterwards. Why or? is Jack getting numbers at a strip club or a rub and tug place where he's <laughs> texting memes? That's the whole point. Is like it's not about love. It's about it's a just hand. About, it's about a hand. That's hand it. to genital contact. I don't understand. Why wouldn't you want that for him? It's not it's selfish it's not if personal. I don't do it. Basically, yeah, it's not personal. Anybody out there that disagrees with me, I want to know why. Please write Ooh. us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. <laughs> I want to hear why you think it's wrong to get your loved one a rub and tug or a, I don't know, can you, maybe there's a, uh, you know, I actually saw this thing on Vice uh, where this woman was trying to go out and find a happy ending as a female. Oh, really? And she was having the most impossible time and I had never thought about that. I was like, that's true. Where we, does a woman go to get uh, a happy ending? We are we, are, we already have one already. It's from Sherry Klimo, and she's oh, like, I do she's, this all the time. For my husband. <laughs> I love you, parents. I'm no, just I just think I, I'd like to know someone's idea of why that is a bad idea. Why can't the partner do it? Yeah. Why can't? But I mean, no, no, no. But why? I'm playing devil's advocate. Why can't they do it themselves? Why? But of course they can. But I'm saying to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. What is wrong with? Uh, Offering that to your loved one. Here, it's it, this is totally a business thing. It's not a it's not a love thing. Like I love you so much, and I want you to experience something else other than my hand. You know. What about I don't really want to give money to like okay. a human like that. A human like that. Someone's doing that. Like I'd rather. Who, give how my, do you know what kind of human they are? Like, how, do, how do you know? You don't know what people's situation. I mean, don't, don't you judge and put your shit. It's, that's like when someone goes, I'm not going to give that homeless guy money because he's just going to spend it on drugs. Maybe that guy needs drugs. My goodness. I'm he gonna, probably needs it more than I do. No, I need to get the resume of my rub and tugger and see okay, what else they're up to in life. Whatever then, way you need to do, get to that point, okay. but still get that rub I'll and tug. I'll determine if they get that $17 yeah. or not. 
I actually, I'm not saying, uh, here's the thing is like, none of my girlfriends have ever gotten me a rub and tug, <laughs> not purchased it. And I'm okay with it, but I'm just saying what's wrong with it. I don't, think- I don't think there is. And again, if you have a problem or you can convince me otherwise, I do want to hear it. I want to be challenged. So please can't fire shit show at gmail.com. Then where does it end? Where does a it hand end? job or no. sex? No, I, again, maybe it's sex. I don't know. Are you paying for it? Here's the thing. You, you're probably not going to get a sexually transmitted disease and you're not going to have any kind of emotional uh, bond yeah. with somebody who's massaging your dick. Right, that's true. And you're not really looking at him too much. And you know what I mean? Yes. You're not gazing into each other's eyes. No. Like, oh, am I the one? It's like, it's not happening. I would make a recording it's a of release. myself talking to Jack that he could listen to with headphones. Oh, God. And, and I, I could just hear you go, do you like this? Is it good? <laughs> Honestly, are you hungry for buffalo wings? Honestly, just gonna say he totally he totally gets off right then. Buffalo wings. Don't forget to order the doghouse. There's a ninety nine dollar shipping fee. (laughs) (laughs) What if it's just me complaining while he's? I know it's a ridiculous idea, but I'm just saying. I like it. All right, listen, we're coming to. uh, I know. uh, Should we save my no one for the next week after? You. It can't be that much material. It's a lot. No. How many days was it? Three nights, but honestly, I we packed it in. <laughs> yeah, what what are did. we at right now? <laughs> you packed it in, all right. Uh, it's forty-seven. Fuck. Should I? Should we just break and do another episode? Yeah. Okay. And then we'll release this one, and then a week later we'll release. Okay. This one. We'll be like, you know what? We're just running out of time. You guys, honestly, in an authentic way, we ran out of time, and I don't have time to tell you about my San Francisco I just, trip. I kind of don't believe that, but. If you feel like there's enough content in your bullshit San Francisco story that we got to wait one more week, then this will be a to be continued. I'm going to get Bo rub and tug so he calms down and in seven <laughs> days he'll be much kinder. <laughs> Actually, wait, before we go, there was one part where uh, the plane ride home was yeah. very, very turbulent. Yeah. And to make myself feel better, I listened to our to this last week's episode. Yeah. You know, it, but then there was a part that we cut out where like... You were like, I think it was your blood sugar was dropping or something. And you were like, you have too many best friends because like you're oh. a fake bitch. Or, you know, it's going on and on. Oh. And, and finally I asked, I took my headphones off in real life and I said, are you okay? Like what's happening? You're acting weird. But that part made me laugh so hard when I was on the plane. We ended up cutting really? it out and scrapping it. Yeah. But so, it, you know, sometimes we got to edit some things out because they get a little riled but up. But like as the plane was like plummeting to the ground, I was like listening laughing to it. hysterically. And <laughs> it made me feel better. Yeah. But you'll hear more about that next week. Next week. Okay, bye, and we'll do other segments next week, too. What? Oh, we're just wow. leaving right now? Yeah, I think we should just go. Okay, so then I guess we've run out of time, and we're going to wait till next week, and that's just the way it is. I got to go to in and out <laughs> I got to go get a rub and tug. Oh, bye, guys. All right, see ya. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB, and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. Good night, kids. Sleep tight. <laughs>